Nikki C and welcome to another episode of Life Got in the Way, a podcast that is dedicated to growing, learning and achieving our lifelong goals. Today's special co-hosts are two of my favorite educators, Malachi and Anna. Welcome. I wanted to say welcome back, <laughs> but <laughs> due to some technical difficulties early on. It's just a welcome. Yeah. So, woo! All right. So, how are you guys feeling with our new normal? Mm. Our new normal, like, you know, our new welcome. <laughs> just everything. Just our new, new normal. Like, mm. post, I don't even want to say right, post pandemic because really we're still in it. <laughs> it's just, this is where <laughs> we at. Current <laughs> um, Oh my gosh! I don't know, like I, and I feel like it took me the longest to normalize this stuff. Um, mm-hmm. so like, it's it's it, it's been a weird trend. Like I feel like I'm in a constant state of transitioning. Um, mm-hmm. like. Yes, pandemic transitioning from like being at home teaching to being at school like um, hybrid teaching to now all of us being in the building, and then on top of that transitioning from uh, one teaching job to another like from school to school, transitioning into summer and out of summer. So now I'm a new teacher at a place, um, and. This even transpires to, I mean, it's still education, but at my church, I'm the director of elementary. And so we were transitioning um, the main congregation back into the building, limited seating, of course, and social distancing. Um, and, and now with that, we're transitioning back into having, uh, operating our youth ministries, which is has been kind of a, we thought it was going to be a huge challenge, but thankfully it's, it's a little smooth. But then again, we've only had one Sunday session together. Uh, we have two facilities um, a church building and a rec center and all church operations are happening in the rec center as opposed to how it used to be like the youth um, ministries used to be in the rec center but now we're like in the main sanctuary so like it's it's like constant state of transition so I don't I don't know how it feels like it feels it feels transient it feels um, I like that right word on. Yeah, I'm gonna go with that one for now to keep it simple. Yeah. Oh, what about you? Um, <laughs> I think I'm in an interesting place because I feel like when COVID first happened, I was one of those people that was like not excited that COVID was happening, but I was happy to be home. I was really happy to be home. I was happy to be quarantined. Facts. I was like, I felt like it was. Yes, I, I, f- I felt. 
I feel like all I felt that. like it was like my first time that I stopped for a long time, and I really needed that. Um, and now I kind of am feeling like the grief that a lot of people were feeling initially, like I feel like I'm feeling it now. Mm. Like I feel like a lot of people when, when mm. COVID initially happened, they're like, oh, I can't do this anymore and I can't do that anymore and this isn't available to me anymore. And I was like, you guys, it's fine. Like <laughs> stay your butts at home. Right. Like get read a book, start a book club. Like, you know what <laughs> I'm saying? Like do something that you've never been able to do. And now I'm like, man, like, am I ever going to be able to, like, really have, like, the same type of social life that I used to? Mm. Or am I ever going to be able to um, feel the, as carefree as I used to feel in, like, social situations? Um, right. And I feel like with in schools, it it feels like I'm grieving just the normalcy of, all of the fellowship and um, relationship building that we used to be able to do, like all of that is so um, undermined. Even even being back in, in a building, I'm sure, and Malachi can speak more to that, but like it's not the same like it was pre-COVID, you know? So yeah. there's all these considerations. And then I agree. when you throw the vaccine in there, um, you know, there's all this really intense tension around it. And um, that, it feels so divisive right now. Like that's been a hard thing for me to swallow as I have people on both ends of the spectrum in my life. Mm -hmm. um, and just like navigating, navigating that, navigating mm -hmm. people who are and are not vaccinated and all their feelings around all of it. Why'd you look at me like that? Yes. <laughs> She's just trying yeah. to include yeah. you. Sir. Like we, we've had we've had long discussions about this, and like we, it's a uh, it's it really has been a whole um, dilemma. Like just seeing where people are are at on it. Like mm -hmm. Anna and I are fine with it. Mm -hmm. um, for me, and like we were just talking about it before before we got on. Long story short, I had to quarantine for two weeks because I was not vaccinated. Um, but like two two staff members who were vaccinated both got COVID. And so I'm sitting there like, should I even get this vaccine? Since like, <laughs> it's not like, I know they're saying you have a 20% chance of getting it, but, I was, but I'm sitting there like, I'm seeing all of the 20 percenters <laughs> around me. <laughs> and it, it just boggled down to me just being like so tired and frustrated being at home, trying to still teach. Like we couldn't, I couldn't like meet with my students virtually in terms of a Zoom or a Google Teams or, or is it Microsoft Teams? Yeah, Microsoft Teams. Um, they had substitutes and like, I don't like substitutes. I'm going to be honest. Um, especially like <laughs> if that has a thing against this happens to me all the time. I started as a substitute. What are you saying right now? <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I, have, I, have, I, I have, you know, I got my first teaching job because I was a damn good substitute, see, that's the problem. I <laughs> but I wasn't traditional. You didn't record, have me, sorry. A terrible history of receiving bad or like just poor, just not. I can vouch for it. Low quality subbing work. Right. We never had you. Yeah, right. You should have came down to Indy. So, <laughs> well, yeah, I was, I was, I was, I was in Indiana. I just wasn't oh, in okay. Indy. But uh, yeah, you know, substituting. It, 
I, I took my my substituting skills and I, I went off to the East Coast with them. And uh, <laughs> it actually got me my first it actually got me my first job because I wasn't jaded because people were like, wait, you're, you're, you're teaching. I was like, and now what I'm supposed to I'm substitute teaching. They had the teacher left something to do and I'm doing it. They were like, you're not just going <laughs> You're not reading. And I'm like, no, I'm like, I'm teaching the class. I'm See, standing, I'm like, this is the well, lesson. Meanwhile, meanwhile, the subs <laughs> like, I had either didn't get my lesson plans for some reason or just did not read it thoroughly and just gave my students like a free day. And I'm like sitting there like trying to email message students and be like, no, y'all have something to do. <laughs> and it's all on this play, this online place that we use literally oh every day gosh. that y'all use in every other class. Why would something change? Because I'm gone. Like, come on. Like, y'all know I'm crazy. I tell my students I'm crazy and I'm petty. Uh, but I'm not so crazy as to not give y'all work to do for two weeks while I'm out. Like, come on. So, yeah, was, mm. I mean, so I, it's already, yeah, it's already challenging enough being quarantined right. and, and this new, like we said, this new normal, but you can't even get quality substitutes during the pandemic. That, right. Like, so a huge <laughs> like oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah, that, that really is. Oh, so I was yes. just like, screw it. I'm getting this vaccine because it's because I'm, I was sitting there questioning at home. Is it going to be like this every time somebody around me gets sick? And thankfully, I tested negative. But I'm like, I just, I can't afford it. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I totally agree. Um, and where I work, it's, it's um required. But I had already, even before they made it um a requirement, it was something that I, I, I was going to personally do just because I had elderly parents, <laughs> and if I. I had already been away for quite some time because um, it had been a year or so before I came home and then COVID happened and then I really couldn't come home and then just not being able to be around them and see them. And I just wanted to make sure when I did come around them that they would, um, you know, being a little bit safer. And it's uh, it's not a, you know, I, I'm realistic with the, the concept and this idea of the 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 vaccination because I knew it wasn't going to be, this is going, this is not a prevent. I mean, this is to help to reduce your chances of getting yeah. it, but it's not to prevent yeah. it. And if you do get it, this is to help to minimize your, you know, hopefully you don't end up with a hospital stay right. or, you know, a worst case of it. Damage so, control. Yeah, and so I was like, I, I mean, I, I I went in with that mindset. I didn't go in with like, oh, it's gonna cure me, and it's you know, I'm getting a shot to have the cure. There's there's no cure. <laughs> this is just right. pre, you know preventative measures, and I was just you know doing my due diligence. You know, just like we get all the other vaccinations, and there's mandates for all of those if we travel. And I didn't really see it as any different. It's just this one, in in everyone's mind, it's like, well, this. You know, it didn't. This wasn't panning out over years, but it it was over a year because right. I mean, if you think about it, that's oh, how long we waited. Right. And it's like we got to do, we got to do something. Some. So, but you know, anywho. But I I would say for me, going back into the office, it has been very um, different, very different. Uh, you know, you at first at first I went through stages. Like 
in the very beginning, it's like, oh my gosh, yes, I'm home. I ain't got to go to work. And then, <laughs> right. you know, getting into like month two or three, you're like, oh my God, are we still <laughs> home? Like, <laughs> I'm ready to go yeah, back like to work. I thought this was going to be, they said two weeks. Right. <laughs> and then by the like seventh month, you're like, okay, now they, what are they talking about? We might go back. Well, what are we going back? That's dangerous. <laughs> I don't want to, I'm not ready. I don't even have any winter clothes. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, it's just like so it's like all of these things and then when they finally like yeah we're going back it's just even though it's part time i was like (laughs) are we seriously going back so i've been through all of these emotions and now that i'm back it's like it's good seeing people because it's people i haven't seen in you know quite some time over a year that's how it's been for my kids at church like they they've been getting taller and and crap and um yeah middle school i don't know what that's about (laughs) (laughs) I thought they were disrespecting me. I'm like, right. nobody asked you to go to middle school and grow up and everything. But I guess since you're already out there. Yeah. Well, voices are deepening that didn't have deep Big voices. Facts. And I'm like, <laughs> wait, who, where's the little boy that I remember? Right. <laughs> who was this man that's, from on, Johnny to John. that's in the background? <laughs> <laughs> right. Got left behind pre-COVID right. times. <laughs> right. Yes. So it, it's been crazy, but how was it for you guys? Um, just um, what I would say for you guys, what what do you think was the hardest part about working remotely? Mm. Uh, having my toddler there with me. Oh, that's an extra element yeah. to trying it. to teach remotely with students that were not familiar with the technology, and also students that had. Um, their own barriers due to COVID and trying to be on Zoom, explaining a math lesson without really the resources or the or the proper technology to do it. Like it was real, we were, it, everything was just so last minute that like the, you know, the curriculum wasn't really um, well, put together malachi spent a lot of time actually working on the the curriculum to to prepare us for remote learning and then i'll never get those nights back the work that he did was disregarded (laughs) um you know and i i remembered you talking you guys talking about about that yeah and i i was not a really big fan of the curriculum that they decided to use so trying to like just because it was not it was not high quality and it was not um, scaffolded very well. So um, just trying to work around a curriculum that one, we had never used before two was not very conducive to the, to the situation, but also three that students had very limited access to um, because we were not able to distribute like laptops or, and then also when I did by some miracle get a student to get on zoom and actually like give me some time then i've got like a two-year-old like you know screaming and drawing on the wall and running around and (laughs) you know doing all kinds of crazy stuff distracting me so i it was really hard because as an educator when you're used to being face to face with your students and also malachi and i both were used to creating our own curriculum materials to to shift from that to just seeing them remotely and also not being able to use your own the curriculum that you're familiar with 
um, in addition to the barriers of like just getting students signed on and getting them familiar with Zoom and all of that, um, it was very, for me, I felt very defeated most of the time. Mm. 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 Yeah. And that's, you know, that's the part we don't talk about because we always, when we hear it on the news, we, I can't, every time I turn on the news, I'm just seeing some people marching in the streets talking about the mask and this and that. But I just remember how hard it was for teachers to teach online and, you know, at home. And I remember how hard it was for the parents to go through this um, learning, uh, the students, you know, not having that and they're, you know, learning at home and, and the the atmosphere. And so to just be marching in the streets and man, you know, not even thinking about and, you know, demanding that mass not be oh, the thing. I'm just, I was just like, right. wait a minute. I thought y'all wanted these kids not at right. home. So this, I thought it was a win win for everyone. Yes, it was going to be a challenge. And but I would think, look, do you want them at home? not really getting the proper curriculum and everybody's miserable or can they just go (laughs) they were like well they were like well they're children and i'm like well the children carry it (laughs) and they carry it home and And they carry it to grandma's house and they carry it (laughs) so um that that part that part really got me and then it's like we always get that portion of you know, oh, it would kill me when I would hear a teacher, uh, a parent was like, you know, isn't why am I doing all the teaching at home? Isn't it their job? You know, aren't we paying that? I was like, do you even have an idea right. of how much they do? I'm, I'm just like, just teachers and educators, and it's like at home, yeah, it's complicated for you too, but it's just as hard for. Just imagine you have that times twenty or. 30 or Big how facts. many kids have right. in a class yeah and i'm the like now you gotta be trying to help all of them okay well johnny can't get on zoom and such and such is audio right. and, and chrissy's parents are fighting in the background and she don't know how to mute and, uh, <laughs> just like and, and someone has to take care of like their younger siblings excuse me who are also mm-hmm. using the internet and so they probably can't even like you know, really have that much bandwidth going on or time nor attention well spent on, um, you know, participating in the class and uh, receiving instruction. Plus our students, a lot of them were parents. So we had a, we had a different Mm. dynamic too, because we were teaching an older demographic. A lot of them had kids that were trying to do online learning. So they were trying to manage their online learning and also their children's online learning. And sometimes all in the same space. So you're, the audio is picking up everybody's lesson. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was. <laughs> or you get that. in my situation. <laughs> All the women who, who don't have to, who, who aren't thinking about, I'm not going to say the word modesty, but like um, they're in the comforts of their own home. And. I just I put them in the breakout se- sessions and I don't, I don't always question why, why some of them aren't on camera. And then I just so happened to go into one just checking to see their progress. And 
this woman got nothing on but a tank and then she sees me her shoulders out and everything she's like oh let me take the video off and everything what oh that's why you don't be on camera because you're just over here mad comfortable yeah a little little too comfortable there just a little bit but um see i oh i don't know if i ever answered your question but keep going <laughs> I think I think you did. I, um, you know, uh, I guess I would, yeah, I think overall, I think in a way you did kind of answer that question. It was just, you know, what was the hardest part about working remotely? <laughs> yeah. And I, I mean, I guess I'll just add to that. Um, <sighs> just not. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I did feel that sense of defeat at times and sometimes a lack of support or understanding from multiple ends. And, you know, I really am trying to forget that whole 2020 year and just focus on this year. I know. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But coming yeah. out of it, like, um, what? Oh, oh, oh. I guess I'll add to this, like, the work life balance was a challenge. Uh, these days, I call it a work-work balance because it's like as soon as I quote-unquote like clock out, I clock in with other tasks, other responsibilities and obligations, and so the the grind don't stop. And so it was hard for me to, for my body to differentiate between work time for my main gig, you know, being a teacher, work time for being um, an an artist, a podcaster. Um, volunteer work that i do uh at church and in my community and then me time like resting so i know at the beginning of the pandemic it was tough like my eyes would be like just so heavy and tired each day and i had to like train myself to wind down each day so i'm like okay um the i'm using window you know i'm saying like let the sunlight come in and as soon as the sun starts to go down, that's when my lights are going to have to go off as well. So I'm like gradually turning mm-hmm. off lights and lowering the brightness settings on my devices so that my eyes can like, because I've been staring at screens all day. Yeah. So I can train my eyes to realize, Hey, this is not supposed to last forever. <laughs> yes, it was. I was, I was, uh, I always joke with, um, uh, uh, co-workers and it'd be like it was crazy because it would be like the middle of the night two in the morning I'm sending an email to someone responding and then like two seconds later that person's responding and I'm like right. what are we doing right now like why why is there there's no work-life balance for us right. it was just it was just like it was just so much work and you just couldn't right. catch up but I think now I'm finally at the point where I had a balance and then they were like well come into the office <laughs> Now, like, now I gotta factor in getting up and going. Right, because listen, work that commute factor was like was such right? a wonderful aspect of being at home. It's like I ain't gotta spend thirty minutes to an hour. You traveling. don't have to think about right. lunch. Yeah. Now I'm like, oh my god, I went wear. to work. Right, and so now it's like yes. students and sometimes staff and faculty not not only think that we live next to our computers because they used to think that for some reason. Now they know. Because <laughs> it's in your room, it's next to your bed, or it's like in the same quarters. Like we know, we know the right. layout. <laughs> we see, we seen your bedroom because that's where you, you run your Zoom sessions. So your we computers. Know yes. Mm-hmm. It, it got it got crazy, but you know what? 
there's uh, there's always a, a, a silver, uh, was it silver yep. lining? Is it yeah, silver lining? Yeah, so, you know, yes. So it's the <coughs> positive from it. So what for you guys, what was the most rewarding thing that came from, uh, you know, I don't even call it, I'm going to say this, this break. <laughs> What, well, was the most, what was the most? That's yeah, we, this is a mental. It was just a, a brief, a little extended break. So what? What do you guys? What, what was the most rewarding aspect of that for you guys coming back? Um, for me, I think that I gave myself permission for the first time to like shift my focus to myself in a lot of ways, and mm. I think that from truly from the onset of COVID, March 2020, well, that wasn't the onset, but the onset of the lockdown um, until now, like about a year and a half later, has been like the most expedited personal growth and healing that I've had my entire life. Big facts. Um, and, and part yes. of that was because like I took the time to invest in... Um, some resources to guide that for me part of that was things like you know um doing book clubs and and all of that but also part of that was like having um having the separation from being able to lean on external distractions mm. and really sitting with mm -hmm. um the things that I was feeling and my thoughts and like, I feel like the way that I think in my um, worldview has shifted so much, but that's because I had the time to listen to what was actually going on in my mind mm -hmm. and um, notice the things that weren't working and the things that were working. And although um, I think it's, I think all of that is a lifelong practice, but like I said, it's been the most expedited level of, personal growth that I've had probably my entire life was this last year and a half to two years or so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's, yeah. Uh, it's been wonderful uh, to watch on this. And uh, like, my, my sister <laughs> is uh, finally getting some rest and telling people no. Yeah. And she's getting her nails yes. done and stuff. Yeah. And <laughs> See, and, and the coolest thing is, you know, we, we talked about it on the, um, the lost podcast. <laughs> The podcast that never made it to air, the lost episode. We talked about how we all met, and it was just such a cool thing because we met in a book mm -hmm. club. You know, my homegirl just randomly was like, Hey, you want to join this book club? I was like, ah, You know, what, what am I doing? You know, <laughs> what, I'm doing? what am I doing right now? So, um, yeah, I joined the book club, and it was so cool because I was talking to people that were in different parts yeah. of the country and people I had never met. And I feel like I feel like I know y'all. All, 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 I feel like I went to school right. with you guys because I feel like, hey, you remember? You're practically what? a Hoosier now, you know? <laughs> well, I was always oh, a Hoosier, oh, sir. Oh, my bad, my bad. <laughs> Born and raised. Oh, you from the Jane? Okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, you yes. from that Garrett's Chicken? Yes, whatever y'all call it. Harold's. My bad. My bad. Listen, I'm sorry. Ooh, I'm sorry, ooh, uh, Gary. Residents. Oh, my listeners. I love, love so y'all. Please stay up there, though. But I love y'all. <laughs> please, please stay up there. Y'all messing with my traffic. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna come for you. Shooting cat for no reason. Stay up there. <laughs> I love y'all, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all good. All that, love. All that love. was awesome. But no, though. but um, I loved that when we like. It's just. 
I don't know. It was so nice to be able to, like you said, people are logging on from all different parts of the country and talking about, I mean, we were talking mm-hmm. about some really deep stuff. Um, yeah. From that book. Intersectionality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah I've, I've incorporated oh, some of the stuff that we talked about. In our, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> All right. But um, yeah, I've incorporated in um, some of my teachings um, with the students and, and we just were talking about that the other day. And we've been talking about racism and we've really got to have real conversations. And I've just appreciated having these dynamics. If anything, from the pandemic, we it opened us up to especially young students. Um, I, I I work with um, college age students and, um, you know, freshmen uh, coming in and they literally spent their junior, senior years in a pandemic, you know. So now their first semester, we're we're back on campus um, for for one of the schools that I'm at. Um, So we're back on campus and they they are just they're open to discussions that they never Mm -hmm. got to have. Like we literally, I had a um, a guest speaker come in from one of the um, organizations on campus to to just have that uh, an uncomfortable conversation about racism, and they got into groups, and I'm just hearing the conversations, and you know, this student is like, you know, this is what it was like being biracial mm-hmm. and not really, you know, having this connection with the this side of the family mm-hmm. and growing up all in this side and. And they were just talking about how, you know, they've had to have conversations with their families and their parents and and they're open to it. And and I have a lot of students that have different pronouns in my classes and it's just a whole different um, energy with some of the students that are coming in. They're more open. They're more progressive. They're more inviting, um, you know, and I and I appreciate that. It's something that's important, especially after everything that we mm-hmm. went through. And I was literally talking to students about, you know, we had that discussion when we were talking about Tulsa. And, you know, my students are like, I didn't know about Tulsa. I didn't know about Lake Lanier. All of this stuff was going on. And they are just so excited. They was like, there is an erasure in what? history. So you mean to tell like, me talking yeah. about things that remotely resemble critical race theory in the classroom is not destructive to their educational experience? Oh, snap. <gasps> Who knew? <laughs> Who knew? What? That, that whole, Paradigm shit. Yes. That whole <laughs> uproar has been so wild to me. Don't get me started. Because and we don't yes. we don't have to don't, go down this yeah. rabbit hole, but like I will if we do. <laughs> as a, as I'm a here PhD for candidate who's in a program that's like my whole program is grounded in critical race theory. Like hearing the things that people <laughs> have to say about it, I'm like, have y'all? what have y'all what? ever heard like do you, you know, know what it is race theory no is? they don't like they don't and it's just so exactly <laughs> you're criticizing my race <laughs> listen listen i'll put it i'm gonna say this real quick and then I'll, get what you say. I'll put it like this it's like those kids in history class who like skip over those critical uh those uh the the, the critical thinking questions at like the bottom of the page and like the chapter uh, in the history book y'all know what i'm talking yeah, about like it was yeah. always in that box yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're the, they're yeah. the ones who skip those questions. That's that's the kind right. of energy these like far right, right wing mm-hmm. conservative right evangelical hyper um what's the word I'm looking for hyper fragile. I think they are just I just I don't even know if there's a category. I think they're just in their own little space. Own space. I don't even I'm like I'm not even gonna put that on conservatism. I'm just I just think you know some of them are leaning that way, but I just think you're just in your own space in your own bubble. 
and you want to promote this idea that talking about it is harmful <laughs> but then at the same time they'll be like why are you taking down my statue of, of robert e lee that's my you trying to erase my history to, uh 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 you know like abortion and um um what else yeah. there, there's one more thing but yeah it's like so y'all understand that there's even the potential of systemic oppression in this country alone because they're not talking about other countries they're talking about this in this country alone mm-hmm. We just, we just, we can't even focus on everybody. We talk here. about here, right here. Yeah. But uh, to answer, answer your question earlier, like, uh, how does it feel like coming? I'm trying to uh, rephrase your question, but the feelings of like coming out of that side what's, of the pandemic. What's been or a positive thing? Oh, what's been a positive thing? Yeah. Just, so, yeah. We, we hold the positive, yeah. all about that positivity. Yeah. Right? So at, at first, like during the midst of it all, before we transitioned to being back in the building, one of the most positive aspects for me was uh, the kind of the depth and the relationships I was able to build with students, like a new depth, a new dimension uh, where, you know, we're all at home. So like our guards are down. Uh, Some more of our needs are met. Some, not all. And we're able to connect on a more personal level and really personalize education because it's the infused, the infusing of, our home lives and our educational lives and all that feeding into the idea of that, Oh, this is, this is life. Everything is, all of these things are a part of life. So there'd be some days where I'm like, I'm, I'm hungry. And normally I don't have time to like cook anything. So I'm going to like cook something while I'm teaching and y'all can watch me while y'all, while we're having a discussion or while we're working and like that entertainment oh, nice. value, like really brings them I never, in. I'm, yeah, so I made some- nobody wants to watch me cook. So. <laughs> hey, listen, I, uh, I, I'm glad I made it. <laughs> I made some you don't know, Nikita, but Malachi can they look like the... in the kitchen, like for real. Okay, just trying okay. to, uh, for real. Yeah, I think I remember seeing a video or something. You know? There you go. Applications, <laughs> go ahead, put them out there. Right. <laughs> Take now, now that 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 portion is over, and I'm trying now, I'm in like a new job. What has been, I guess, positive is, um. I'm trying to think of that aspect alone and not like branch out to like other like regular teaching job aspects. But uh, what's been interesting is seeing like how, oh, 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 what's been positive is hearing from students even before I started this new job, uh, because I'll hear this from my kids at church, the teenagers, and even some of the younger ones as well how excited they were to actually go back into, into the school building. And I'll joke with them and I'll be like, wow, never in a million years did we thought we would ever say that. Like, oh, I'm excited to go back to right? school. And I asked my kids on Sunday, the elementary schoolers, I was like, okay, what are you excited for with being back in the school building and back here in the church building? One was like, oh, I'm excited to learn about God or I'm excited to learn, period. And I'm, I was just like, oh, a little... My heart is like so, so like mushy right now. Heart is right. cool. <laughs> yeah. Like that's what's up. I'm, yeah. I'm glad we have this this newfound attitude, and so that that gives me encouragement. Yeah, I say for me, I am just I check in more. I check in with the students, and I let them know, hey, it's 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 okay to not be okay. Ooh. Like. I went like after the first day of class, I had students that were coming to me and they were telling me every, you know, different aspects of life, what they're going through. 
um, things that they, you know, they're dealing with. And I want them to feel that I, I, I accomplished my goal for the first day of class is for you to feel like you can come to me and tell me anything. That's good. And, and to know that I'm not, you know, you know, post or pre pre COVID, you know, that student didn't have turn in their assignment. You like, Oh no, no, <laughs> sorry. F. I did, that's not my problem. You had two weeks. I gave two you an extension weeks. and and you just, and you know, you know, and, and you just stick into the book. Oh, we have to do this amount of work. We have. To, and then you realize, you know what? Look, I'm tired. <laughs> You're tired. <laughs> I don't, you know, I don't want, I'm not going to put all of that on you. I still have expectations. Don't right. get me wrong, but I know to sometimes you got to bend a little bit more and be understand because you don't now I've been in your, I've been in your home with you. I've seen the chaos that you've dealt with. I've dealt with, you know, the loss of your family member. So I know that you're going through yeah. things and I know it's in the, and then, you know, the mental health and, and all of these other elements that are, that we have to factor that in. We went through some stuff and we went through it together. Like the whole world went through it. And that's, it's not too often that we, you know, we have those experiences where we all went through. So it's like, you know what, this is not a quick bounce back. So checking in with students and just talking with them. I think that's so important. And I value that now more than ever. And just having days where I build in where it's like, you know, we're gonna have a wellness day. You know what, I I understand you guys get the this break off. But for now, don't worry about it. Matter of fact, I'm gonna extend the paper. Don't worry about that reading. We will get back to it, you know, and just being flexible. I think that's just so important yeah. now, more yes. than ever. Go ahead. I, I was just gonna say, I've appreciated the shift in focus to mental health, kind mm-hmm. of, you know, mm-hmm. collectively. I, I think we still have room to grow, but it's never before been considered a factor in anything, right? Like nobody's mental health has been considered for deadlines, for you know, especially not teachers, you know what I'm saying? But hmm. and I, I do think right. that teachers are still right now um, not in a place where their mental health is being considered as much as it could be. <gasps> but but I think that I, that I agree, it's I agree. even com- a conversation, whereas before it was just like not a conversation at all. I think that's like that's right. your job. That's, Shut up progress. and teach. Yeah. That's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> yeah. Because like our students even get it. Like, my students get mad mm-hmm. when I'm not okay, or they get concerned when I'm not okay. When I was out for those two weeks, I got an angry email from students I don't even have for, like, a class class. It's more like a study hall kind of session. Um, and they, like, it was a, it was like a, a combination of three students in one email. And they were like, <laughs> they're like, you got some nerve to be out here sick and everything. And, like, little did they know I was not <laughs> sick at all. And they were like, you better hurry up and get your tail back here and everything, <laughs> leaving us here with random strange people. <laughs> and um, <laughs> because like they 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 understand the importance of consistency in their lives, like especially if they don't get that at home. Like I one student uh from the so I volunteer with the Black Student Union at uh where I teach, and one of them, I was just amazed how well she was able to articulate this. She was saying that us teachers are like the one of the only stable adults that they see or it's this is like one of the only places school and being with teachers is the only place where they have something stable and consistent and i was just like the fact that a teenager recognizes this and the fact that 
teenagers realize how important it is for us to be healthy, for us, for our wellness to be in check. Because, like, some of them, they'll call out other teachers uh, who seem to be, like, coming down hard on them. They'll be like, are you having a bad day or something like that? Because <laughs> <laughs> you weren't like this yesterday. <laughs> The did fact that they can yes. recognize Did you this, eat? Like, did you eat? Exactly. <laughs> and like sometimes I have to monitor my own self and, and my own body and see the effects of me not taking care of myself versus actually taking care of myself. So if they see it's important and they see us every day, it's like admin. I'm not saying that's how it is with, my, with uh, the administration I work under, but just in general, it's like, hey, we got to take it to the next level. <laughs> Mhm. I just I just love it. Like I love students now. They're just and it's so funny. My students are so polite. Like they'll just be like, "Thank you. Thank you for a great class." And I was like, "Okay. Oh, oh, y'all like the, y'all like that argumentative essay lecture? Well, up. you're welcome." Got up and came here and talked. <laughs> right? I was like, "I love it. I love it." But um They've just, they're just amazing. And, and they do. They, like you said, they check in. They're like, are you okay? I hope you feel better. Like, I remember I just passingly said I didn't feel well. And I just like, you know what? Let's just all take a day and get better. And they were like, I hope you feel better. I hope you're, hope you have a great weekend. And I'm like, and they're genuine. Because before, you know, people would just walk out of class. And don't even say anything to you. You'd be like, like <laughs> I'm working on that with my team. Y'all have a good day. Thank you. <laughs> Or they just keep walking. It's like, fam, I just said yeah. something to you. I acknowledged your presence yeah. and your your personhood. Can you do the I same? I was like, you know what? I, I appreciate post pandemic. They're even more polite. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, all all that aside, I just think that it's been amazing just us having that time to just pause, relax, rethink, reevaluate, regroup, and then come back to the table. And there's so many new ideas, so many things have grown from this time to just mm-hmm. pause. Some of the best, I mean, I've seen some of the best movies and films. Ooh, yes. And I was like, everybody, I'm just like, because I'm like, what are we going to talk about? And now we, <laughs> the world has ended and we just, we don't know what to do with ourselves. But everything, it's just like everybody just kicked it into high gear with their, um, with their all their talents yeah. and i love you guys because you guys are doing podcasts i didn't even think to do a podcast until you know the pandemic like i thought yeah. about it but i was like i don't have anything to talk about nobody wants to hear me talk i want like, to hear you talk so i was like Kita. i'm not gonna yeah well thank you well thank you guys if i didn't have any if i had no one else at least you guys would listen <laughs> and, I, and honestly like <laughs> like, like i just <laughs> hey, we that's what we're here for. And honestly, I wish I could kind of Loki, I wish we could go back not to the not to the uh the beginning stages of the constant threat of COVID, but like being at home all the time because I had so much time to yeah. like uh get out new episodes of the podcast. I don't remember it's like yeah. I was almost I was able to like get out one episode like every other week or something like that. I think at one point it was like every week and it was just like bam, 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 bam. I'm like, oh, I'm on a roll. Yeah. Knock them out. And then things started, you know, getting back to right. picking up. Yeah. So, ah. Okay. I was like, I got to, I got to figure out how to schedule this. You know what I started doing? Um, someone had told me they was like, you know what, just do multiple. You know, do two or three in a in a weekend, and I was like, you know what, I could do that. Not maybe what, not three, but at least two. That's what I did. You know, and that's what I was. Yeah, like to I do. think I did. Mm-hmm. Like that helped. Yeah, I might have to get back to that. And then, like, I will with season three. It's just it's taking us so long. 
I'm not going to put you in that. I'm going to say for myself, like, uh, it's, it has taken me so long to end this dang season. We've been in season two for like two yes. years. It's an important, it's an important <laughs> season now. Yes, I am. I am. I'm wrapping up my season. I'm telling you because I, I am as I'm in the educating world. So I'm like, OK, November 18th. That next week is Thanksgiving. Nobody's going to listen. So from Thanksgiving <laughs> until like January, everybody's going to be, you know, focused right. on holidays, doing their midterms, doing whatever. And I got a grade. So I'm like, I'm going to take a hiatus. <laughs> and then I'm right. going to come back. New year, new me. Right. That's why we're trying to end this because it's like, <laughs> yeah, these breaks are coming up. And listen, I need a break. Yeah. A break, break. Right. Yes. Breaking is good. If I learned anything else, I learned to take a break. Right. Um, I haven't learned it quite yet, but oh, <laughs> I'm learning to take a break. I'm learning work-life I balance. Um, I, I understand that more than ever. Work-work balance for but, me. <laughs> um, yeah, I know. And speaking of work-life balance, I know we we had set a time, so I'm going to stick to it. <laughs> and I'm just going to, you know, because I know we are busy people. And I appreciate you guys so much for taking the time to come again and for the first time that the audience gets to to experience you should have been enjoyed experiencing you guys i know you know it was a good time you know that's i may have the special you know patreon series (laughs) the lost episodes hey i'm gonna say this because like um right i'm gonna say this as one who uses patreon and like i feel like um yes you as a host can say it all the time and like people people may not just not get it when they hear it from the host but hear it from a guest for y'all who are listening y'all need to support nikita in this podcast you got i don't know what your lowest tier is on patreon but it's like let's say if it's five dollars listen y'all can spend five dollars like that once a month well i gotta set it up first so when she then says it, i'm gonna have to have call, call you back so when she sets it up Listen, y'all, y'all got $5, you got $10 that you can spend once a month. You already do that on Netflix. You already do that on uh, coffee, and that's what's weak. Um, yeah. Like, support. <laughs> right. Don't just say that you like yeah. this person. Support, like, support tangibly. Supporting is not just listening. Supporting is also sharing the episode. Supporting is also subscribing. Mm-hmm. Supporting is also leaving a review. And supporting is also supporting mm-hmm. financially and consistently. Like, Yes, yes, support yes. Black and um support I, black creators, support black you, women. You. Yes. Support black content. Yes. Support black educators. Yes. Educators. Yes. Support and black right, people. Right, Look, we right. out here. We in these streets. In these streets. <laughs> well, not literally in these in these podcasting <laughs> waves. In these educational <laughs> like, hallways in the corridors of academia, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Come. That's right. That's where we are. That's where we are. All right. Well, I want to thank you guys again for joining and if there's any information that you guys want to give out to the listeners i'm giving you the platform why don't you look at me like that go okay Okay, go ahead and plug it go ahead and plug it so speaking of supporting (laughs) black creatives and content makers and all that stuff (laughs) there we uh, go so i host uh a podcast called the unapologetics podcast that's unapologetics with an s and don't forget the the at the beginning so once again the unapologetics podcast it's on mm-hmm. all um streaming platforms all of them so you can listen to it wherever however uh you can follow me on instagram at a scribe rights that's a s c r i b e w r i t e s so just think of a scribe rights and um from there okay, you can okay. see in my bio a link to all of the things including the podcast music 
um, other social media platforms. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate all of your information. I will make sure that I put it in the description and so people can tune in. And I once again, thank you. And thank you everyone for just joining and i want you guys to continue to tune in every thursday 10 a.m for a new episode um hit the subscribe button so that you won't miss any episodes and until we meet again i'm your host nikki c and remember it's time to get back to learning and dreaming again and if not now then when mm-hmm.